Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Are you creative? Do you want to get to grips with social media and want some advice with personalised training tailored to your specific needs? Then you need a creativity coach. Join me, Amanda Trout, the creative encourager, and sign up to the mailing list and get your two free 30-minute sessions at http backslash calendly.com backslash realityarts. Hello and welcome to today. Welcome to Arts and Wellness Wednesdays. It's not Wednesday, but... It, do you know, I'm not even going to make any excuse to you at all. I'm just glad that I can do the recording for today and give you um, some information, the information that I wanted to bring you on Wednesday. And, and it's Friday, so what I'll do is give you, it, both posts will be um, uh, uploaded today, so you'll be able to um, listen to both. I think that's one of the reasons why I was thinking of maybe trying to, you know, streamline everything together. Um, and I'm still trying to find my feet. And, uh, but yeah, I've got lots to pack in today and lots of, um, a few bits and pieces that are happening, uh, conferences that I want to tell you about to do with the arts and health and arts and textiles, um, lots of things going on so that you can, you know, check them out and see how you can either incorporate some of the things or go to some of the events and see how that will impact on not only your own health and well-being, but there may be things that you learn that in turn you can incorporate them into your own practice so I think what I'll probably start off with is some of the events that are happening now if it's your first time here on the podcast I'd like to welcome you thank you for listening in Um, I think one of the things they say is that you can't just assume that everybody who's come to listen has been listening to other podcasts and so if this is your first time welcome Arts and Wellness Wednesdays is where I look at a variety of different events that are happening around the world and things that I'm doing that impact on your arts and health and your health and well-being. And I share with you, um, as I say, a variety of different things that are going on. I've also got an arts and health care online network and I post things to that as well so there will be a few things on there and you'll be able to see all the links in the show notes and I also kind of just really you know chat about it's all about the arts and health and how you know different I think we can't let me finish the first point I think um there are different areas of the arts and I when I say the arts I mean broadly so whether that's music 
music therapy, dance therapy, art therapy, arts and health, um, therapeutic art. I'm not an art therapist, so I look at the way in which the arts can impact in a therapeutic way. And it's not just only, it's not just only what some people think it might be. um, And I think that's where they confuse art therapy because sometimes you know you do a minimum amount of art and it's more about the psychoanalytical aspects of art therapy anyway so we're not going to get into that but it's the way that we can use the arts across the board so it might be that listening to some music or horticultural therapy or um, dance and movement will impact on your health and well-being and my perspective is as a visual artist and I use a range of mediums, so it could be painting, it could be working with wood, working with fabric, working with, I I do a lot of gardening as well, so the horticultural therapy comes into that. And I haven't really done much in that regard, but I've got some things coming up and I may be starting a gardening podcast, just a weekly thing and um link in here as well but um yeah that's it feels right so i'm you know still kind of chewing it over this is my second week for chewing it over so i'll see because it's all about balance as well and how for myself how i can have all these outputs but yet still find time to do my own work and obviously you've got to eat pay the bills and everything else so if you want to see some of my channels and what I'm up to on patreon or I've got two a patreon gardening and patreon arts I've got my website I've got my blog I've got my youtube channels and I just love creating and it's all about being a blessing to somebody else so if you see something that you find really interesting um, you can dive into it further you can always ask me a question on my blog or on my youtube channels or leave a message here Um, and I like it when I get messages it's nice to be able to connect with you so we're going to be going into a couple of the events that are happening and then I'll go into there's something I wanted to toy over and um, it'd be great to get your feedback but we'll we'll um, I'll do that in a minute so there's a couple of a couple of events a few events happening and I'd love to go to the one that there's one that I really want to go to but we'll see anyway so there's a it's the arts culture health and well-being Scotland and it was formerly Um, Arts Health Scotland and they're hosting a one day event which is entitled What Role Does Art and Culture Play in Addressing Loneliness and Social Isolation and that's on the 31st of March so it includes a series of spoken presentations, workshops and discussions led by those at the forefront of the field and it's a free event and it will explore health and socialist issues concerning loneliness and isolation and set the stage for a collective and creative response through arts and culture so that sounds interesting that's on the 31st of March and I'll leave the details as to where that is 
in the show notes. The second one is, um, it's the workshop, it's called Creative and Credible, and it's an introduction to arts and health evaluation, and that's on the 18th and 19th of March. And the workshop will explore key principles and methodologies for evaluating arts for health and well-being programs, examining the opportunities and challenges linked to embedding evaluation best practice appropriately, creatively and robustly. The Arts and Wellbeing Evaluation Workshop is led by Professor Norma Dakin and Willis Newton Director Jane Willis co-producers of the creative and credible websites and materials the program builds on the economic and social research council funded research project with the university of west england west of england uh, bristol which aims to support best practice in evaluate evaluation in arts health and well-being and as i said i'll leave the link for that and that's that sounds really good because that's the way in which you can evaluate your project. I I went on a, I did a course many years ago about that and it was how we can look at the way that our um, projects are impacting on people, on their health and wellbeing. And there's sort of like a variety of different checklists and things that you need to put in place and things that you need to think about. also linked to the one below this or not the one below but the previous one i've just talked about in that how do we because that was one of the questions well how do we reach people who are lonely or isolated and isolated you know where do they go to where can we find them to give them the information how do we reach them and there are a variety of ways that you you have to think outside of the box and it's the same with you know most of the arts and if you think as as a creative yourself how are you reaching your audience and who is who is your target audience and how are you managing to reach them and the way in which we you know say we could use social media so for instance, you know, some the people who may come and listen to a podcast may not go on Instagram or may not check me out on Instagram. It might be a different audience. And I'm finding even my blog. So my blog is reaching a, a, an audience that I never would have thought it would, especially in the last, when I've looked at analytics over the last month, a lot of people are coming from, it's a, uh, can't even remember the name of the country but it's it was uh, previously um, made independent from a part of the Soviet Union and I'm thinking so and and when I look at the analytics a, a large proportion of my readership is coming from there and you just I was just thinking my goodness what is it that what is it about what I'm writing and I'm writing about you know products and art and creativity and some of the studio tours that I've been doing and um, you know that's of interest to a percentage of the population there so it's it is really interesting when you look at not only what is your target audience but how do we reach those people who 
we we say are are our target audience in a different way outside of what used to be you know the newspaper tv and magazine we've now got so many different channels available to us so they're two really useful um events that happen in and there's another event that i really do want to go to and it's it's called cloth and creativity in african atlantic cultures and it was previously it's been rescheduled to the 30th of june it's in cardiff Butown community center and it's an all-day thing nine till six so they had they recently had a call for papers and i'll read you what they said and this is really 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 (laughs) interested me and so i thought i really do want to go to this and um, it says cloth has functioned as an important medium of creativity and resistance in african atlantic communities from the intricately spun yarns of the trickster anansi to the meticulously sewn suits of the mardi gras indians of new orleans Fabric and textiles have a long history of communicating unique and connected identities within African diaspora. During the colonial era, fabric bundles imported by plantation owners were styled and fashioned by enslaved men and women of colour who used their bodies as canvases of representation. For marginalised communities, cloth and clothing speaks and signifies as a visual and performative language of resistance so they've used um, quotes from a a couple of authors and they use the link this is what the Haitian scholar Michel Rolf Trulliot referred to or Trulliot referred to as individual signature in African Atlantic cultural context this interdisciplinary workshop will consider cloth and its myriad materials material forms as innovation expressions of identity collective and individual signature has modes of creative resistance in African Atlantic cultures and um, they there was a call for papers and some of the uh, potential titles for some of the papers really interested me so cloth and clothing as signifying practice cloth memory heritage race that one really interested me um cloth and legacies of slavery and colonialism textiles and trade um textiles the body and performance cloth ritual everyday life needlework and labor needlework and repair and there are going to be three invited artists and keynote speeches. You've got Lucelle Junkire. She's a textile artist and indigo dyer. And I have recently um, found her on Instagram. And she had done a, a BBC talk interview. There was a panel of people and she was talking about indigo dyes. And she's based in Jamaica. You've got Barbara Prezil Stevenson. She's a visual artist. Let me see if... Uh, and Rose Sinclair. And um, Lucille is going to be doing a indigo workshop. And um, there's also going to be an opening of an exhibition cloth 
at the Bay Art Gallery featuring performances and new work by Lucille Junkire and the launch of Barbara Prezu Stevenson's new book, Le Cer- Circle Atlantic, Atlantic Circle. And the event is supported by the Le- Lever Hum, Hum, Hulum, Hulum, <laughs> anyway, Trust and Cardiff University. So that was that's happening on the 30th of June. And so going to Cardiff was something that I was hoping that I would be able to do. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to check it out and see, see what I can do. Anyway, so those are the three kind of main arts and healthy type events. And one of the things, I mean, it's, it's linked to the, the idea of the fabric. I mean, I've been doing a lot of a lot more fabric and stitching and looking at how, I was looking at how cloth has the memory of cloth and how as artists we have, there's an energy in everything that we do. So, you know, a vibrational energy. And when you think about bodies, our, the neurons and, you know, everything within our body, there's a vibrational energy and then the things that we touch the fabrics the you know if we could put it under a, a microscope put them all under microscopes we'll see everything uh, the energy and the vibrate the vibration of the energy and how that is transferred between one thing and another and how when we or when i am creating a piece that piece the finished piece has an overall energy to it and the intentions that the things that I was thinking about, the things that I mused about as I was creating pieces and things found, things harvested. I'm thinking of wood and the care that each piece, that things were put into each piece. And um, I'm thinking of this and my intuitive creative practice. So a while back I started looking at what that is my intuitive creative practice and how I can share what that is for me and see how I can encourage others to find out what their intuitive creative practice is and the more I muse over it and think about it it's it's those things that you go to like I used to go to the things that you go to when you're in the midst of say doing a piece of work or I'm thinking like so it's not only when I'm stuck but it's the thing that each morning I have a particular practice that I do and I um it's not that I set intentions for myself but I think about the things that I want to achieve I think about the things that I want to do I do that as I go to sleep I think about um and I, I, it's mostly I think about the garden and I think about plants that I want to work with and work on. And then I wake with, you know, sometimes I don't get to do that. But then I go into my art studio and I'm touching, playing with materials. I, I usually do either some stitching or writing or it's it's kind of a combination of things. And that then gets me into the main body of work that I might have for the day although 
<laughs> sometimes things just kind of blend in with each other but it's yeah this this intuitive creative practice and and um the, the, the things that I've been doing is things like, uh, as I say, I've been stitching a lot and creating small pieces and deliberate stitches, very simple stitches that when done in different ways creates patterns and, and the things that we want to communicate but, but we don't necessarily have the words for. So we use our creative practice to do that. I use stitch, I use color, I use texture to do those kind of things. So that's the creative, um, that's the my intuitive creative practice. And I recently came across a an artist called Bisa Butler who makes these, um, they're like quilts, but with portraits and you would think that she has painted it, but it's all done through stitch and fabric. And she has amazing pieces um, and they're very colorful and vibrant. And it really did inspire me. And I, I found another artist who uses these, she just uses very simple stitch, but she incorporates poetry and words. And these are something that it was like it was on my mind but I never really I haven't pursued it and it was seeing somebody else and I thought do you know what I really want to do that I really want to start getting the poems that I have out and incorporate them in art pieces in different ways and in fabric it seems to resonate with me and yeah I've been doing some I, I, I guess you call them art quilts and incorporating wood and painted fabric and it's just really to kind of allow myself to explore even more and so the idea of poetry just yeah it just fits and it's sitting really well and the idea of you know portraits made with fabric I've got an abundance of fabric and paints and um, the beading and those are the kind of things that I'd like to incorporate and just again that still in your mind being quiet having to stitch regular stitches um, it makes you slow down you have to selecting the selecting the appropriate beads and you know some of the seed beads are really tiny so you you have to take your time so yeah those are something that's something that I'd like to do more of and what you'll probably see if you follow me on Instagram as well what you'll see is some of that work come out and I work on as I say, I work on so many different types of materials. It depends what mood takes me. So you will see other things come from uh, some of the work that I'm doing, whether it is to do with a fabric or to metal or clay. I've got some clay um, and I've been making in the garden, in the creative garden side, I've got a little... It's uh, just an old barbecue set, but I'm going to try and use it as a kiln <laughs> until I can build my um, clay uh, fire pit. Um, yeah, until I can build a fire pit. That's it's going to be I'm going to see how that works. So that's what 
I've, I've been pondering over and I'm, yeah, just getting myself in ready to do that. Um, next week, next weekend, is it next week? Yeah, next weekend, we've got the studio tours, the artist studio tours, and the first one went fine. It was really, um, hard work <laughs> so I was uh, helping out with the committee as well doing some videos doing editing doing the editing of videos and putting things together so I've spent a lot of my time on social media and I've been also working on at the Caribbean Fine Art Fair and social media for that and yeah so both of them are coming up this weekend the Caribbean Fine Art is coming up on Wednesday. That's when the gala is. So I've got four pieces of work that is going to be in that exhibition. And I was supposed to finish some larger paintings, but um, I'm not sure that I will do. We've got family coming on Monday. So that's gonna, you know, the energy always shifts whenever there's, you know, different people present. So that's going to be um, interesting. And just really getting myself, getting my head into the right frame of mind to then um, focus on the tasks at hand. And the other thing I found was that I wasn't able to do any of my own work during the tours so for two days and we've got an extra day this time round um, for two days it was just like there's no way I can work on anything it was just such a, a weird feeling because again you never know when somebody's coming kind of just I mean I might be able to do a little you know maybe bits and pieces and maybe or maybe I use that and make take the opportunity to do some reading um, I think I'd like that and just to really enjoy the time, but also look at, which is what I'm gonna get onto next, some of the ways in which um, you have to kind of get yourself into whatever frame of mind that you need to be in to achieve the things that you want. So thinking about, like I was, I'm saying, I'm thinking about myself, you know, because it's fine getting involved in different projects but if you don't have a funding coming in or resources coming in then you've still got to find a way to bring in an income and that's something that you know we have to think about and we have to be real so I was thinking you know you have to start thinking about your own work because that's the thing that suffers when you've got these other projects that you're working on so how can you as well as being more mindful and, you know, maybe fulfilling some of these things that you commit yourself to or think, well, do you really want to commit your time and how is your time being best spent? So those are some of the things that I have to, I have to make sure that I put into place. And I'm just looking at, um, I'm just looking at it. Was, I listened to this uh, talk by Wayne Dyer the other day and um, I, I wrote down a few points and it just happens to be opposite the page that I've made my notes for today. 
but a couple of the points that he made and maybe this might be helpful to somebody you know one of you who are listening and it says one of the points was all we have to do is recognize our magnificence um the greatest gift you have been given your imagination is the greatest gift you have been given act as if your imagination is your reality assume the assuming the feeling of the wish fulfilled so it's like i'm thinking you know i've got books that i've written and have not yet worked on that i want to work on i've got artwork that i want to bring out i want to start more promoting my my art and telling the stories because there are many stories behind each of the pieces um, that i've created and that's something that you need time for and you need to focus so i'm trying to keep this under 30 minutes but i want you to i'm glad you could join me and i want you to really think about some of the things that i've said some of the events you may be able to go to some you may not be able to go to and um, i'm hoping that i can go to the one in june in cardiff and um, i'm going to be focusing on some of the the things that i want to achieve that have been sitting there, that are sitting there in books. I don't want them to be sitting in books anymore. I want to get out and get them done. So with that said, you might even, um, I might even get out the podcast for the, I'll see how it goes anyway, because I do my YouTube um, gardening channel. So um, I might just do some talks on that rather than do a podcast i don't know who knows we'll see anyway so i hope you have found some of that informative and please do you know contact me if you want further clarification if you want some encouragement if you um are you know on a path yourself and have got some insight and some encouragement yourself because we all need some encouragement don't we so take care for now and i am so glad to have had you join me for this amount of time and I look forward to your feedback for the inspirational shorts which is on um, a product known as beeswax that you can use in a variety of different um, ways so do listen to that as well okay take care for now and see you again soon You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can check me out on my blog or YouTube channel for more creative insights, videos and reviews. Stay blessed and be a blessing.